Polyhedron is a production of Simulacra Studios. You can find us on Twitter at SimulacraRPGs or at PolyhedronCast. If the visual medium is your thing, you can follow us at Simulacra TV on both Twitch and YouTube. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and sign up to be a patron. Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG and, well, I guess, nerd entertainment related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two friends in two little black boxes. I got Ryan. Still going to have to work on the new intro at some point. We're going to have to, like, workshop it. Yeah, I know. Like, and we're already like a year in from changeover, and I still are we? Yeah, it's like that. I don't know. Oh, I oh, been oh, no, it's, it's by no means true. it's been a year. It can't be true. Like I would, if you tell, if you tell me that's true, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Get ready, boys. It was very true. <laughs> it was true. Yes, it was. True. And also, Scott. Hey, what's up? What's up? I'm aware of the passage of time. I'm, I'm glad you well, are. I'm aware of it. I just Every grinding, it. excruciated sand in my gear, in my joints moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, we're back. I hope everyone had a good time. Scott, how's your gaming been? It's been good. Had a had a decent uptick in it. I've run, I ran a one shot of Vampire last week for a people randos essentially. I had a couple people drop out at the last minute, which was eh, okay. But it was a it was a free game of a concept that I've been sort of mulling around in my head for a short campaign that I'm gonna have people pay me for if they ever want to play it. So yeah, that's fun. You can check that out. I think it's it's listed in my start playing games thing, which like in the show notes, along with my Aeon one about mecha action, that's also available. If anyone wants to sign up for that, that's cool. I'm going to be in a short actual play over the next month or so for cool. Aeon, uh, being run by Travis Legg uh, of Onyx Path. I get to play a sub-aberrant mutant uh, in France. Uh, so that's cool. He's written up some rules for that. Uh, so the session zero of that is going to be this Saturday. So check that out on their, their God, Twitch. I'm just so fucking happy that you get to play in games, man. I'm so glad that yeah. you get to play in Aeon games. Yeah. That's yeah. You well, love it so, and it's just, it's you, you had to be the guy for so long to run the shit. I did. I did. But, you know, it, you know it, funny enough, when you get closer to the people who actually make the game, <laughs> there are people who run it. <laughs> How the, the fuck does that all. happen? I don't know. <laughs> you just listen. I'm, I get it. You had to do some legwork here, yeah. but I'm glad you did it. <laughs> Have you played Absolutely. an actual Scion though yet? Yeah, I played a Scion. I played okay, a couple okay. Scions. Okay. Uh, I just thought it would be real funny if you're like, oh, I really love Anne. I haven't played any of the Scions yet. Because well, I mean, I like played... Scions. Scions are great, but you know, it's a it's a wide setting. Like, there's a lot that you is. can do. And some of it's fun and cool. A lot of it's fun and cool. Playing in your Aeon game as well. That's been fun. D&D, sporadic, but fun. Blades in the Dark, also very cool, ran by, by Ryan here. That's a fun system. The more I think the more we're getting used to it, the, the cooler it gets. And there you can yeah. see there's a lot you can do with it. Yes, yes, totally. I think I pushed you guys to the limit last time. I think I kind of got up, we ran up against like, okay, well, let's see how how hard things can get before things get really dangerous. We got so hurt. I got real yeah, close. and that was you guys doing real close. well. Mm-hmm. That was you guys doing being a, like. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were other options that were probably a little safer in terms of like getting in. Mm-hmm. But man, when you guys actually got down to business, like you were doing the best you could. Yeah, well, and that and I think that's the heart of Blades in the Dark is like you're going to just end up doing the best you can with what you got. There is no safe option. 
Yeah, I mean these characters have a have an expiration date. Yes. They're they're not they're not supposed to be eternal badasses. But it's been fun. I've been enjoying my gaming very much so, and I look forward to doing more of it. In terms of mine, I I'll be running Blades in the Dark for them again tomorrow, hopefully. Assuming that I haven't lost my mind or, you know, the world hasn't crushed me utterly. Also, yeah, I'm mostly in the same games. So, mm. yeah, it's the <laughs> Matayan game, which I enjoy very much. I'm going to start messing around with Quanakinesis a lot more, which yep. is going to be pretty funny because it it's it, cha- it changes stuff. <laughs> it makes thing, it makes certain things very, very, like, well, not a problem. You have the most unique... Pers- you will become the person with the most unique perspective in character. Well, I really have enjoyed buying all these, like, sensory, like, free powers mm-hmm. that aren't, like, you know... You, you're not going to have them on all the time, and they don't cost anything, but you can just sense everything all all the time. And it's... I, for, for a character who's kind of a dipshit... It's kind of, it's funny to try to have to make Matt explain things to my gut. <laughs> like we have to workshop how my not very well educated character would understand the five different weird senses he's experiencing all at once. I, I literally have to dumb Matthew has to dumb down my explanation because I'm using terms that were scientific and mm-hmm. like person of more refined education would understand, but I can't explain that to Ryan because his character literally wouldn't understand that. And that's one, of the, I mean, that's one of the cool things about psi powers is you don't have to know what you're doing. Yeah, yep. they're they're very instinctual depending on what you're trying to do. I'm going to turn this rock into jelly. <laughs> yep. I don't understand yeah. that I'm loosing the molecular bonds of it. I just know it's jelly now. Yeah, exactly. Like I, but, but, but when he uses the power, especially sensing powers, to understand what the universe is trying to tell him, that gets a little weird. That gets a little hard. He's, because he's during the downtime. He is going to go read like, "Hey, this is the the Aeon the Aeon guide to you and your psi powers." Like, "Hey, here it's Babby's first psionic text." Like, "Yeah, yeah." Here's yeah. what psi powers are, and here are the basic ones that normal people have. Like, and here's mm-hmm. how you get them. And he's going to read that book because it's probably not actually a very long book. And then he's going to have an existential crisis because he won't understand his place in all of it again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. I look forward to running. Speaking of games, I look forward to running mine. You guys are, I have had some some time to think about the conflicts within the game and how to sort of weave every, start weaving things together to get everyone involved and get everything sort of on track, which I'm, I'm happy for. So I'm looking forward to that. As far as media is concerned, I've yeah. been, I've been neck deep in all the new shows. Uh, yes. I watched uh, the first two of Rings of Power really liking it house of the dragon very cool it's very fun to be back in that and have it not suck shit there was a time where we really loved game of thrones it was really good where most of us like week to week were just super happy about game of thrones Mm -hmm. and then that last season i just it was so it wasn't even like the last season it was like the last half of the season like it was the last like three fucking episodes i felt betrayed the moment no one of importance died with the white walker fight like the yeah, I, yeah. the mo- I knew what was happening the moment they were like everyone but this one the Jora made it like how uh, <laughs> like, Theon also bought it that's right but either way still like, still yeah no, none none of none of the people who we would feel really really sad about and and as Peter Dinklage put it the smartest man in Westeros did the dumbest possible thing he could possibly do mm-hmm. and took everyone to the crypts yep. 
Yep. Uh, yeah, that so I'm watching House of the Dragon. Like I said, that's cool. First episode of Rick and Morty dropped. That oh, was fun. That, that was a fun one. Need to watch that. And so yeah, and, and various other things. I started watching The Patient, which is Steve Carell in a dramatic role about you know a, a psychologist who gets kidnapped by his patient who turned out to be a serial killer. Very interesting. Very love well the done. concept, by the way. Yeah, it's that's, a good concept. That's a that's a that's a like you don't think about it, but you're like, wow, why hasn't that been done like a lot before? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's done a few times, but not not as dramatically. Yeah. So a lot of shows that are starting. So you know things that w- will be difficult to talk about in a long term sense. Yeah. Uh-huh, they uh-huh. they need some time to breathe. Yes. For other entertainment, for me, gaming stuff, all the good stuff. TV wise, I have just binging the shit out of cartoons. I am completely up to date on Lower Decks. Mm, uh, so good before this weekend i had not watched any of it and i watched all of it and i'm like oh i'm totally behind this because by the end of by the middle of season two you're like no this is trek this just it's trek in cartoon form some of the yep. animation actually it's really impressive how do like, you feel about the episode where they had the like five minute long money shot of the show the ship <laughs> That was so good. Yeah, and and also so the that and I got because I was on a binge, I decided to finish and rewatch, or try again watching the latest season of Harley Quinn, and I am a dumb dumb for never enjoying it from the get go. Because yeah, holy you're... cop, does it pick up, and I love it. Yeah, your two episodes. I, I stopped at episode six because I wanted to leave half of it. So let's let we can't talk if we're going to talk about anything about that. We can't go anything further past the killing vote. But, but yeah. The killing vote is just like, oh, that's fun. Oh, <laughs> oh, baby, you need to watch episode eight. I, I was, I'm waiting because I, like I said, I want to watch it in chunks. No, I, I'm totally fine. I'm just saying it's worth everyone's time to sit down and watch both those shows. And I think you and I uh, both finished uh, Better Call Saul. So yes, that yeah, was pretty I, cool. I have not touched that one, so and I don't. I'm not particularly concerned about getting. So it. we can talk. I'm gonna. I say we can. We're probably not going to talk too long about it, and let's give it a little longer because that show, yeah, just finished up. It's it's the final it's the final episode of the series. We'll probably do that next episode. We'll I was I, I will say, pretty good. Yeah, it ended. <laughs> what an appropriate and correct ending for that yep. series. <laughs> it 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 goes. It has almost two endings in that in the last season, but it's it's fine. It's good. It's solid. It's great character work. We'll go in more into it later, but it's better. Call Saul is absolutely worth your time, hundred percent. Other than that, so we can get on with things. I know we ramble a lot at the beginning. Let's go into the news. There isn't a lot because we sort of everything there's got front loaded with D and D, but we're also talking about more. There's D&D. one thing. There's uh, one thing we got to talk about. Yeah, yeah. that's the uh, problem. Why not, Scott? Why don't you tell me? Like, because you mentioned it, and I'm not going to repeat. I'm not going to repeat. The, the the name uh, of the controversy. Neither, neither am I. I. I I will say I will say the term that was actually used. I don't think in I don't act. Okay, so back Steve in the primate? day, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, well, back in the day, back in old Spelljammer, I believe there was a race called. They were referred to as Deck. Forget if they were actually called Hadozi back in the day, or if that's a new I don't name know. for I them. Don't remember. Regardless, they are a race of sentient ape people who were had had space wizard eugenics done upon them to make them smarter. So that they could be sl- sold as slaves. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And there's a there was an uprising amongst them, aided by the apprentices of the evil wizard who did the space eugenics. That's okay. Getting better, so they were freed better. themselves, but like 
now they have no racial memory of their homeland. They serve elven houses and are happy about it. Ah, we, yeah. We and and I'm, what I'm talking about, like, I, so I'm I'm not too familiar with what, what, what was in old Spelljammer. I'm talking right. about things that were put into a fucking book in the year of our Lord 2022. Yo. So, yeah, deck apes is the, the term. And if you want to extrapolate out from there. So, yeah, wizards put that in a book. Uh, I feel like they're sh since they are like, they've got to be doing a lot of sensitivity reading these days, right? Like they usually have been. I can't just... see how you would. I can see how you could draw back far enough and be like, I don't really see a problem with it. But like, maybe it should have been like not primates. How about that? Yeah. Just, like if you just take that one step to the right and make it like lizard people, then it's like D and D. But when you get primates involved, yeah, yeah that has some implications. Yeah. And there were there were some art pieces that uh, evoked uh -oh. some, some minstrel, uh, <laughs> oh, minstrel no. imagery. Oh, yeah. Would... Uh, this this little whoopsie. This this issue went a little deep and a little and definitely negligent. Uh, on, on that's real silly. So it's been excised from the book. It's interesting to it's interesting to note who apologized for it because mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't Watsy. It wasn't Dungeons and Dragon proper. They got the apology came through D and D Beyond. Oh, it reeks weird. to me of corporate scapegoatism. Uh, because how can you blame D and D Beyond? They didn't put anything in the goddamn book. I mean, it, it went up on their website. That's but fine. Only because it was in the book. It's in the book. And they excised <laughs> it from the book. Obviously, the physical copies still yeah. have that stuff. Can't make, yeah, the, when, when, it, when there is a better. reprinting of it, it won't be in yeah. there. But yeah, this got through multiple layers of it. I saw some guy's TikTok of just like the litany of we need, we're going to do better in the future about various things. We're going to do better. Do, 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 you can just, just put them all back to back. Yeah, exactly. Back to back on a timeline. And it's like, it. come on. Come the fuck yeah, on. I, I don't get it. I, I, I'm I'll obviously, be better tomorrow. I hope this was not horrendously intentional. I hope this was not it's, intentional. No, this is so stupid. It couldn't be intentional. That's the thing. It's just, it's that, it's the type now where it's just like, like it's a very derpy thing to do yeah it's, it's someone i think it's it's an, a case of somebody taking something that was in an old book updating it pretty pretty faithfully yeah maybe not and just didn't think about it yeah which means like clearly not enough people of color were involved with the process because it, they would have caught it yeah. They so, were more likely to catch it than anyone else. Indeed. Uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not emotionally invested in D and D. Like I like it when it's good, but this just really, like, it's it's so stupid. It's funny. Yeah, it me. was just like I and I sympathize 100 who everyone who like this is hurt and is you know upset about it because they're right to be upset about it. But I just find it's like it's ridiculous how stupid it is. I I watched it kind of go in real time on Twitter because I'm on Twitter and I'm on the RPG Twitter sphere. I saw it in real time. I was like, oh, that's a little like I saw the very initial like I was like, oh, that, is that a little like overreading things? And then more of the details came out, and I was like, oh no, oh uh -oh. oh no, oh no, please please do something about this very quickly. This is not good. 
what got me was they like to be enslaved. I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's some oh, house elf shit. That's so weird. That's a weird. That's a weird bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's the bulk of our news. We don't have a lot. There's not a big Kickstarter's from like Onyx Path or anything else going on. They haven't released anything from One D D yet for like the next playtest. Even though the One D D playtest feedback form is up, so check it out. That. Yeah, D and D is the thing you're you're into. Yeah, I'll, I'll um, be I'll be giving my thoughts on one D and D when one D and D actually happens. Yeah, and it's near and close. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wanna I wanna wait till almost all the playtest docs is out, and then then we can start we can break it down. And then now, we can start having some conversations about. I it. know you might be saying, but wouldn't you like to affect it? I don't care. <laughs> I'm not, I don't really care, honestly. Uh, like, supposedly, already more people will put feedback in. And play tested one D and D than all of fifth edition playtesters combined. Well, yeah, because the, the the there's been the huge popularity spike. Yes, yeah, yeah, of it. 100%. You know, it's it's been done critical role and and other other popular things. Yeah, it's it's but that's good. I like lots of feedback. I like lots of playtesting. That means your product is generally going to increase. It, the quality of it will increase if you're taking your feedback correctly. But so we're going to go right into the main topic, which is our favorite Android show, Westworld. Deus Ex Dolores. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So um, I love Westworld. And I really. Full spoilers, like... by the way. Full spoilers. Yeah, full spoilers. We're, we're going into the whole thing. Right. Um, full spoilers. I really enjoyed this season. I think that it did some very interesting things. Yep. It kind of it, it, it drew things out to kind of a natural conclusion of, you know, where various people's agendas and ideologies were going to go and was awful. Like, like the, the end result was awful for everyone. Yep. Which I I really liked. And I think that it, the next season, which I believe is probably going to be the final season is going to be very interesting because where it ends is so different from where it's been. Yeah, they do say it's going to get another season. Uh, Well, the co-creator says they would. There is a season five that they want Mm -hmm. to do, assuming it gets renewed, which it likely will. Mm -hmm. But that's never. That's not necessarily a short thing these days because of certain things. But yeah, love the season, Matt. I I cut you off from saying something. No, 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 I actually was cutting you off. Fair enough. Yeah, I loved it. Like this is such a ballsy season. The season's full, like the fucking cojones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. just brutalize your cast in such a way and be like, nah, everyone dies. Like, everyone's dead. It, you failed. It was all for kind of, like, your one last shot's actually just a copy of you, so sorry, you're already dead. Yep. Like, yeah. I mean, to 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 bring in the full spoilers, where, where it all eventually comes out is, you know, we have this season of essentially Charlotte Dolores being in control of everything. Yes, the whole world. Uh, the whole world has having called the population and put them into like a neurochemical slave loop via, via genetically engineered flies and sound control. Yep. And very, know, very sci-fi Lucy Gucci shit. Oh, very sci-fi but it was Lucy really Gucci cool. Stuff. We have like some resistance groups. We have Bernard coming back from the sublime where he was last season, having essentially a robot clairsentience. He's essentially a prophet. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's he's seen all the timelines. He's seen all the permutations from from <laughs> from robot heaven. 
Yeah, he yep. did Doctor Strange. He did the Doctor Strange thing from Infinity War the really hard way. Yeah, he really, really <laughs> did. It took him a long time. It took the clock cycles to do mm -hmm. it too. And eventually, you know, Man in Black, a robot version, you know, shoved the nihilism pill down everyone's throat and just triggered triggered essentially an extinction level hyper violent apocalypse where everyone's Which trying to kill each other. It's interesting because his his arc at the beginning of the season does not feel like where it ends. It yeah, makes he, sense where he ends up. But beginning, you're like, what's going on with you? You mm -hmm. are different. Yeah. Well, he was he was the the robot version. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. For my overview, it was very good. And I second what Scott said. It is a natural like we wrote ourselves into a corner, guys. Let's see ourselves all the way to the end of that. Mm -hmm. But because... the very end of it is, you know, basically Dolores, who has been involved in the whole thing as essentially right, right. she was like kind of a spirit version of herself. She's kind of a ghost in the machine, a, a control program that Charlotte was using. Yes. Uh, but she eventually reawakens to who she really is. And at the very end of it is given slash takes control of what is left of intelligent life on Earth. And she is going to try something some sort of gambit some sort of of a uh, of ritual or game to make something positive come of all of this death and hatred yeah it's she's very much in this game this episode season she's very much she was given the power of the narrator mm -hmm. that's what she she is the narrator even though she doesn't know she's the narrator and then she realizes oh wait i am in control i'm the mm -hmm. author of the story but in the end, because I know everything goes to nihilism and all biological sentient life is essentially erased. But I have to see, I have to see if intelligent life is worthy of continuing. And that is the game that she has to put the last sort of iteration of intelligent life has to go through her of, are you worthy? And can you get past all of your bullshit and mm. make peace? Which will be apparently filtered through good old Westworld. Like, which I'm, I yeah. was super happy with that. Like they were like, we're going back to work Westworld, guys, and we're gonna do. It. I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's 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 great. We, we We've can, always we can... been. No, this entire season has told you we're going back to Westworld because mm -hmm. everything they do, every beat, every beat had its echo somewhere in the beginning. Anyway, well, so mm -hmm. a lot of the important bits, like when they got to you know Prohibition World. Yeah. And it's all just still Westworld. It's just Westworld, but now they're wearing suits and fedoras. Also, that, I liked that was delightful. Liked, by the way, I enjoyed yeah, a lot of that. It was Prohibition World, and then it went into Prohibition Westworld underneath the meta narrative. Yeah. But the, but that itself was part of the game. Like I was, yeah. oh. I was like, yay! Wyatt's Rebellion it, is its own like sub like secret mini mm -hmm. boss. That's yeah. actually the real game in the game. Like, this is just facade. But the real game under that is that we're infecting you with, with uh, genetically engineered sound flies. And sound also scanning parasite. you completely. Yeah. And scanning everything about your brain so uh, that we can copy you perfectly. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed all of the Easter eggs, and they were mm -hmm. definitely playing with the audience. Every, every step of the way, the authors are like, we know you're thinking about this. We're going to put this in. We're either answering it or we're 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 just hinting at something so that you can we can check all of these boxes off by the end. And so when we get back to Westworld, we are we have ground ourselves zero because they wrote like I said, they wrote themselves off. Like as soon as we get out of Westworld proper and we're in the real world, 
it like we can't not explain and go into that and so we have to get rid of all of that excess to bring it back down to basics again yeah but it's still it's it's going to be a completely new thing of what's happening yes we're going well we're we're going back to the beginning of the loop and we're we're Mm -hmm. seeing where it where it all ends up if dolores was writing it yeah dolores was writing it the whole time she, I really, really enjoyed the shit out of this season. I actually hope she's more of like she's in it, obviously, but she is going to be, aka, like the the classic watcher. Mm-hmm. Like, I've set all my dominoes in motion. I have, to, I cannot interfere. I literally, that's that's her great struggle is I'm not allowed to interfere. I have to let this play out because if I don't, I taint my result, and I can't. Well, she's going to be she's going to be Ford. She's yes. going to be Anthony Hopkins' mm-hmm. character essentially. Yep. Uh, the architect, the person who's set up the grand experiment. So I'm I'm very intrigued. Like things about that I really loved about this thing. I love Caleb, his story. Oh, poor mm. Caleb, man. Aaron Paul very heartbreaking. To, Aaron Paul after this needs to play like a character where he doesn't get the shit kicked out of him. So <laughs> just unless he's trying to be the new Bruce Willis. Like I mean unless his role is like, hey, are you gonna be the action boy in movies who gets the ever living Christ beaten out of you? Because that's kind of where his career is going right now. Because, you know, Jesse didn't have a great time of things. Nope. You know, and Caleb, oh boy, did he not have a good time. All 278 of him. (laughs) Uh, Oh my god. Yeah, they they played with your concept of time and identity. Very, very loosey-goosey this season. It was great. Well, it was great when you realized what was happening to Caleb again like they did they pulled that they pulled that one on you again mm-hmm. like no you're just going through memories again we're talking about memories yeah we're we're, and... we're finding a stability point where yeah like because he's because they I mean they played with time they split our timeline again you know where yep. like part of what was going on was in one one time period part was in another and then there is this really nice epic moment of reconciling the two yeah and, um, and there's a huge question as to whether Bernard and Stubbs's adventure was actually even cotemporous with the events we were kind of getting to see for Caleb and Delort, like yeah. Charlotte. Like it could have very well been like a different phase of things mm-hmm. being completely fucked. Well, no, right? I mean, well, I think we got we several times got inside Bernard's vision head and were shown a different version of reality. Mm. now they were pretty clear about the rules on that like mm -hmm. they were like if you're paying attention because scott you told you mentioned this like pay attention to the aspect ratio yeah Mm -hmm. the aspect ratio and the and the the grain and the the filter will tell tell you where you are are, which i was like okay that's good and subtle because the audience because the writers are like and writers and everyone are like we know we can really fuck with your head if we do not leave clues for you to catch of where you are you'll you'll get very confused very quickly so I think they are contemporaneous. I think they are the same. No, they no, they absolutely are because they get eventually get the call from Caleb. Like yep. they get the transmission from Caleb. But there was right before that scene happened where Caleb actually made the call as you know, C is about to get her fucking head blown off. Like it's like that's the moment where you're like, Oh, these are actually happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's the only time you can actually say that for until you can say that for sure. Yep. I, I you never really, know. I, Poor st- okay, I got to pour one out for Stubbs. Stubbs, man. man. He, Top was always him, a, he was just a bro. He was a bro helping Bernard out. Wish he had a little bit more get a little more to do, but he did help out. It was fun. I'm glad he was there to help Bernard out. 
So pour one out for Stubbs. So, mm-hmm. so do you think next waited season, goddamn thirty years for his buddy to come out yeah. of like robot heaven? Yeah, I really like that scene between him and the the native guy. I forget what his Which, character's name is. I'm super. Yes, I, I'm yeah. not even gonna. I'm not gonna try. But I appreciate that because that wasn't that the native fellow who we followed in the first yes. season. Yes, it the was. show is just like this poor. Oh man, like he, he done grown up. He done got 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 the good feet. Angel now. Yep. Yeah, he that he, was very he, cool. And they like the idea of also playing on the idea of the, what the sublime is and what you can do with it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it isn't it's just very like, much... oh, you're in bliss. No, it's like this is essentially a multiverse that they have created for themselves. It was very what dreams may come. Mm-hmm. It was this is whatever you make it to be. You're in robot yes. heaven. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess we get to decide. Uh, is. Yeah. I guess season five is going to be all about who deserves to go to robot heaven or not. Well, I mean, what I kind of got out of it was that, I mean, Dolores was the control narrative. She was Rehoboam. Like mm-hmm. she was, she was acting as Rehoboam for the entirety of the world. Kind of. So, yes. Yeah. So, and I, you know, they didn't say what the population was, but I'll just assume that they have a, a scan of every living person that it yeah. has existed since that technology became available. So my assumption was that she's going to, at some point decide to, kind of big bang it inside the sublime to make her to remake the world that's yeah. what she did that's absolutely well, I mean, what she did there's also like i mean there's nothing to say that that like at the end of this people won't start like instantiating in physical bodies again right like it, it could become physical again for, but for now we're going through digital purgatory and, and also be be aware because of their master mastery of biological form and function because they are cellular bodies. They have blood and tissue. They can make living life again. It is can be it, it can be re, rebuilt. Well, they've made um, it pretty clear that they didn't master they've never mastered the technology of copying something that used to be a just a guy mm-hmm. into one of the fake ass bodies. True. They true, have yet they to have. get that one right. But I feel like if the hosts chose to like focus their efforts on that in the sublime if that was something they cared about they would probably figure it out but i do appreciate like you said the hosts are so like biologically human that the question really is at this point is what's the what is the difference really who cares yeah. like yeah oh no it's a host oh no it's a human it's like eh. i really liked charlotte's <laughs> badass body at the end Yes. yes. Like yes. the the fucking like like robo killer body that she made for herself. She's like, I yeah. have to be stronger in order to do this. This, this I wasn't is cool. I wasn't quite clear on what was Ascension going like going to the, the sublime. I or... don't think so. I think or Ascension was, was abandoning with... the human form. Yeah, they never explain that. They like never what those new forms are. Like you know those tall weird motherfuckers that look yeah, like they got light I... bulb heads. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is that just a functionary or is that like a new body that you're like living in the physical world as, or are you just like in the, cl- in a cloud consciousness at that point? I don't they, know because she didn't have access to the sublime. She definitely didn't have access very to the very end. You're right. She didn't have access to the sublime. So I'm wondering if this ascension was that weird, elongated slender man looking body, or she had done her own like bunk ass version I think she did, or it was a body built from the idea of we must divorce ourselves from, we still have to be physical, but we must divorce ourselves from what makes us 
as sensibly human, aka the five senses, mm-hmm. and we must be in a body that can only interpret through other means. And that created a a schism point in their sort of well, yeah, philosophical like, development. Most of them didn't want to do that. Yeah, and that's what that was. That was what was really cool because I was starting to watch it. And I told like, oh, we're doing Skynet and all this other stuff, and but, but they were like, no, 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 no. Most of these hosts, the robots, want to stay like this. They want to be human. They want to stay as basically a human. Granted, they are afforded a lot of power and privilege, so oh, that's boy. part of it. Yeah, just a nice little reversal of fortunes on that situation, yeah. Ooh, yeah, let's just... I understand the whole point of, like, making everything right, but that was... Well, that's, that wasn't making everything right at that point. No, that was wasn't. That was revenge. That was... Yep. Oh, God, the fucking scene where she turns people into living furniture. Chair. Oh, yeah. Oh. Chair. <laughs> yeah, chair. Uh, where she's just a bored god, and it's mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, and also, like, and also, oh. like... The sound design obviously was really well done. It made once you understood what was going on with the sound design, mm-hmm. you're like every time you heard something different or weird, you're like, oh no. So I didn't realize this until I watched one of the behind the scenes things at the end about like one of the major spaces that they showed people walking through was a completely redone future New York Times Times Square, like like. Anytime you see that, that like that big wide open space that people mill through, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that was like, supposed to be that, Times but Square, but with all of the like advertising replaced with scenes of nature. Oh, yeah, I, I caught that. That's what uh, I sort of realized what they were doing. I was like, although it wasn't clear, it's like it was green enough. I'm like, is that a bunch of trees? Is that no, well, it, it was a combination, it was the thing. And then at the end, when Dolores was like going through her own digital apotheosis and and like taking the taking the 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 fate of the world on her shoulders they like they redid that space with like all of the old advertising leaking through and starting to glitch in and that was a mostly physical set oh nice yeah you should watch the behind the scenes clips when they talk about that because like that is like a big huge ass stage with a bunch of digital projections and 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 like really really cool looking sci-fi as production design neat i always like it when they do that because we're so used to now like oh that's obviously cgi that's cgi it's like no maybe not it, it, it maybe they want to go that extra mile well no the shit that you like like did like disney uh, like for star wars stuff like the big yep. like surround sound di- digital production projection tech yep. that's really starting to take off and like i'm all for it yeah because yeah, yeah. It's, it's a happy medium between cgi and on location and you can do so much with it oh yeah so i'm happy about that because it looks more real and it's more immersive and the actors are physically in a space that is not just a big wall of green yes very much so and like and so and that i mean not just the for the performance but like the lighting is so much more realistic like because when dolores was there and like all the lights were shining on her like that was a really affecting scene. Like that was beautiful. And when I saw that it was mostly real, I was really impressed. But let's, let's we talked a little bit more about Bernard, but I, I've got to say I enjoyed where they took Bernard and like the obviously the humor you can have mm-hmm. with Bernard and knowing quote unquote the future and little little quips he can do is like, does this happen? I don't mm-hmm. know. No. There's or, a probability. Or, or he's like, yeah, please don't do that. It's gonna make us drown. It's gonna, we're gonna drown. And that's one of the most uncomfortable ways to die, <laughs> stressful ways to die. 
Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. His, the way his powers work were very cool because it was very Dune. Yeah. It was very Mentat. It was very much like I've run the calculations. I've seen the myriad possibilities, but, you know, obviously through the robot lens. And he's kind of doing the binary search too, because mm-hmm. he's like, okay, depending on which one, depending on which order we get at this, at this diner, eliminates 50% of all possibilities that I spent 4,000, like 4,000 years worth of calculations gone with the, with an order of a Coke or something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yep. yeah I mean, well, because apparently that was an, uh, an interesting pivot point. Yeah. Uh, and like, also, where like where the, are the, the pivot points in these? In the beginning, you don't know what Bernard's doing. You got yeah. an idea that he's doing something weird, but he's just like, I'm going to straight up kill these guys. <laughs> You're like, Bernard, what? Bernard, what are you uh, doing, dude? Uh, yeah. Well, you okay? Stubbs what? is like, because Stubbs gets to be the B character, like, what the fuck is, he gets to ask the question, what the fuck is going on, and he gets to explain himself. Yeah, that that's just... that scene where you, like, see him doing all that shit in the background. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. Also, it's so funny to me that, like, both that season and Better Call Saul uh, had an ending that was very reliant on someone thinking way, way, way ahead and putting a gun in a place. Hmm. Yep. Both him and Gus Fring. Yep. <laughs> Bernard and Gus Fring both put a gun in a place where they thought they might need one or knew they might need one, and it worked out great. Yep. So I really enjoyed the the situation with Bernard and how he was playing a role so he could set up. Well, I gotta say, the, the show is kind of like setting a, a, a kind of a standard for sci-fi at this point because, like, if you're gonna come at, if you're coming out now, it's like, well, I have an idea for a movie about what it means to be human being when, like, you're kind of apotheosizing with technology you better like you better have something interesting to do mm-hmm. now because like some big money has gone behind doing this intensely weird existential show because i don't know if westworld you could have had westworld as it is like terribly long ago because it might have been like way too thinky and weird mm-hmm. well i'm glad that we're in the era of the, that kind of sci-fi like where we're yep. really embracing the the weird and the out there because you know that's that's where i fucking live well tangentially related i mean that's we're not going to really see it in movies anymore mm. because movies have got to make their money back basically be, because they can't rely on quote-unquote vhs sales anymore yeah, not not DVD everything sales you're not going to see i mean everything everywhere all at once was an existential you know explosion of, of glory but you're not going to get that very much Mm-mm. because you know that's auteurs being given the right amount of money uh, yes just, and given creative freedom i mean know. we so, got dune turn... yeah it's we great. got no. dune that's that's classic yeah, but sci-fi that's also, weirdness it is classic but it is not I, i'm not using the word edgy with the way you think i'm using it is not transgressive like some of the science fiction and some of the genre stuff we i got mean back wait in like 90s wait till part two well, no, I, I know, mean, but also like, that movie, but the only reason that movie is getting made is because they feel strong enough because of the IP mm-hmm. can be strong enough to make all that money back and then some. Whereas uh, we got, like... We got Matrix 4, which was fucking weird. Yeah, it was weird. I have opinions. It was weird. It wasn't that great, but whatever. But you're you're just wrong about that. Whatever. It I wasn't... don't care. It was good. I enjoyed <sighs> it. It was fine. But anyways, back to Westworld. I'm, we're, but we're all super happy that it exists, oh, yeah. and I'm yeah. actually, I'm okay with prestige television. It mm-hmm. means I get more entertainment than a movie. Yeah, in general, 
It means I, I have, get more entertainment. I get I more do, time to spend with characters. I do I like movies these still these days, just because I occasionally do want something where it's just like in and out, 90, 90 minutes, two hours, fucking done. I can have my opinion. I know what it is. I don't have to wait. Like you know, yeah. And, and you're not wrong either. That's perfectly fine. But I mean, some big thinky pieces oh, are yeah. probably very good for television as well. I don't think you could have fit the amount of existential weirdness into a movie oh, no. that Westworld laid down. No, they're they're definitely like I'm I'm glad they can go. I like both these days. I like prestige television for the yeah for that good long form. Get your sink your teeth into it. Just start crying when a character gets hurt. You know, just a, you know, you know Nacho. You know what happened to Nacho. Come on, we all uh, know. Poor one. A little sad. A little sad about Nacho. Yeah. But but you know, and then it's not. I mean, I think I watched like five movies like or like almost in a row the other day, and some were great. So I've gotten to the point now where horror movies, man. Whew, some of them are fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a very that is probably but this I know we're on a tangent now. That is one of those genres that are very much hit or miss. Like mm-hmm. there's a huge, huge like difference between the bottom and the top. Yeah, elevated horror. I'm gonna try to watch. I'm gonna watch Nope tonight because I need some elevated. Like I need a sure thing. Yeah, I need a sure thing. I'm gonna watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> so good. Uh, um, it's but, definitely on my list. Let's let's go back to Westworld and then we'll wrap it up. I enjoyed Hale was a great character. Oh because, yeah, just the evil uh, bitch. Evil, oh, evil, but also having her own fucking issues and like realizing well, You know, she's she is the, the part of Dolores that really, really wasn't willing to get over what was done to her for fifty years. Mm-hmm. Like she's that part of Dolores that's just like holding a real grudge against against humanity because of the cruelties. And I like that she tried to couch it in this is I this is why I love it so much. She tried to couch it that she has how, how somehow elevated herself past it. Yeah, and that clearly you know, was just mired it was in it. Clearly just a, I loved it. it was like that was extremely human. Mm-hmm. But it was also like you're not enlightened enough to understand that you are acting just like they are. You know, your pet you know, pettiness pettiness doesn't look good on our God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, like spite is not great. But yeah, I mean, like, it really is interesting how, you know, it's almost like when Dolores copied herself back in, in, in season three, she kind of excised certain portions of herself oh, 100%, and refined yeah. herself. She, she made iterations on herself. Yeah. Um, well, and then, you know, each of those had their various experiences and it was obvious that Hale Dolores was the one that 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 had the lodestone around her neck whereas like Dolores Prime had the relationship with Caleb that yep. opened her eyes and made her see that you know maybe coexistence is a possibility. Mhm. Mhm. 100%. Yeah, I, I enjoyed all of that. That was just it was just a good examination of a strong villain and then a villain at the end that's like shit. I've got played and I have to go through what I'm supposed to do in order to make this happen. Because Crushing the real villain own. is the real villain, the real monster is the thing I created. Mm-hmm. Crushing is, your uh, own brain is a pretty interesting, is a pretty cool way to go out. You have mm-hmm. to admit, like, just, just, what a G. Yeah, <laughs> that, was a, that was a beautiful scene of just like accepting, accepting the consequences of the things that you've done. Yep. Yeah, I well again, I we can't gush more about it. It's yeah. it's super good. Loved all the future tech 
always love oh, it. Yeah. They always have like a nice, like just mm-hmm. on the cutting edge of like future, but very well, still very I, relatable. I really, I think season three did that better yes. because it, was, it showed us a full, like full functioning, like ball to the wall cyberpunk society. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was a post-apocalyptic post-human run society essentially which was the global stream yeah global which was also super rad Uh, (laughs) also the commentary from the men in black fucking camper (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't couldn't handle that i was just like (laughs) you william played call of duty in college (laughs) that's that's what i got out of that yeah he is a cod bro he's a total cod bro He's a total gamer boy. Yeah. So edgy. I, I will say, I, not what is the, the, the we, it was still very good. It, I consider it the weakest link is Williams, Man in Black, sort of like we're going one way with him, and then he makes a pivot and basically becomes the ultimate monster, which I'm okay with, but I think do think was the weakest. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole like concept of when the, the hosts come in contact with outliers and that fucks with their programming thing that was that could have been explained a little bit better yeah or just because that's look- that's what happened to him is that he yes. he he had a he had a system glitch that yep. he that, couldn't that, reconcile I mean, in yeah. his head and he was like i need guidance i need to figure out how to say let me talk to your original me yeah, who's like the, the worst person and yeah the actual ne- devil and then negged him into becoming the devil yeah <laughs> he totally <laughs> did it's like hey you're not being the devil enough I need you to be all extra the devil. Like it's like, okay, I guess I'll be the devil. I gotta put my black hat on and my giant knife and my giant gun again and be the goddamn Terminator. Literally uh, but, just Satan. <laughs> but we will see what happens in season five. I'm okay with it was the last season. I think it's a very good ending point if they do. If if they can't, yes, if if the the powers that be annihilate that show for a tax write-off for Ugh. some reason. Yeah, that was an okay place for it to stop. I think, you know, yep. there's a, just enough hope. There's a little mm-hmm. hope in there. But, you know, it ended in a way that I don't think most series could get away with. Yeah. With much of the principal cast dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And well, oh, yeah, they know. were very clear. Just so if you're following along. Yeah, humanity gets fucked. Like, we're like, yeah, you'll live for maybe another generation, but this world is essentially, there's not enough people left. Not enough people. The infrastructure has been totally fucked. Yep. Because, like, that's another thing that was kind of vague is we definitely know that Manhattan or New York was one of the the human colonies, essentially the human. Yeah. It was unclear. I think they mentioned at one point, like, other cities that had been Uh set up were essentially running the same program. Essentially, they were preserves. They were yeah. human That's where preserves. I got the I got the Dolores is the control program for everybody mm-hmm. everywhere, and I, I'm pretty sure that like yeah, there are cities elsewhere because transporting people would have just been a probably a pain in the ass. Like yeah, well, I, I definitely got the impression that a lot of people got fucking culled. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah. So the idea that but it was never stated explicitly. That that the man in blacks, hey everybody, kill everybody else program, got broadcast globally or not? I think we needed to see more of the other colonies yeah. or the other communities, or, or just even the slightest idea of if, like, hey, is there a West Coast? Like, is LA still a place? 
where, yeah, yeah. where people are and is it the similar setup there Charlie, like, yeah, is, happens. In, is hong kong or or you know yeah. india like where where how many of these are there how many uh, give us give us an idea of at least there are several others other than the one and that they have a synchronous communication now there might there might have been some some missed visual storytelling like there might have been a map somewhere that I missed probably of yeah. you know like where the various cities were but it wasn't it wasn't explicitly clear what was going on if there were any other places and how fucked did they get when the man in black did his thing yeah 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 it was it was great but like I said I'm looking forward to season five I'm interested because we're obviously bringing all our cast back in their own oh yeah iterations yep. they'll be we will get bernard we'll get everyone we'll get the men in black we'll get dolores we'll get a version another like subversion of dolores probably i don't know if it'll be dolores proper but we'll get everyone back and they will get to play out one more loop to see if they're worthy mm-hmm. all right from everyone here at polyhedron go where your ever your reality is now still go roll some dice though you know where yeah yeah do, do that do that do that it's all about the dice rolls <laughs>